Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media, where three gay men recap the Golden Girls Season 1. This episode, we're recapping Season 1, Episode 21, titled The Flu. First, from the podcast, catching up one of this year's nominees for Best Friend of the Year for the Friends of Good Health, Mr. Mike Lawson. Hello, Mike Lawson. Hey. How are you? It's an honor to be nominated. Thank you very much. Well, you know, you did, you've done a lot. You know, and by the way, for everyone listening, even though we're not on camera, Mike Lawson is the author of this book right here called 38. It's a zine compilation. You can get it uh, on Amazon. And uh, it's yeah. a beautiful, you know, Mike Lawson, it's funny. It's, I judge things by their weight. Stop it, yeah. Ruhecker. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, the, and, you know, it, it has a nice heft to it. It feels like, yeah. what, I, I don't know how much it costs, but it feels like you, uh, it's substantial. I mean, it's not, you know, it's 12 stories and yeah. really, you know, a lot of pictures. The mm-hmm. printing quality is pretty cool. I, oh my I God. Really Who's this like person it. right here? He's hot. Yeah. He was the crush I had when I was 18. Is he dead? I don't know. I don't even know his last name. Oh. This guy's name is Lee. The same person? Yeah, same guy. Mm, not that's as hot there, that's when is. his hair was bleach blonde. Though. Yeah, he's not a good bleach blonde. Anyway, from the podcast Cocktails and Cream Puffs, another of this year's nominees for Best Friend of the Year for the Friends of Good Health, please say hello to Joey Boohecker. Hello, Boohecker. How are you? Hello, friends. Hello, Joe. How are everybody? I'm doing very well. Uh, earlier, we were talking about how hot your boyfriend is. When, when are you going to just? Ma- when are you going to marry him? And make him a a proper woman. Make him legitimate. Please. Anyway, it, why why buy the cow? Yeah. Why? Like why? Getting his milk for free right now. You know, it's one of those things that during quarantine, like I had somebody who got married like today. Like two mm-hmm. people I know who got like married today. I've. Somebody who I'm actually doing a wedding for them on on Fourth of July, and I'm thinking, are you sitting on top of the cake? Yes, I am. Oh. Um, and I was thinking, why are you people doing this right now? <laughs> like, I really just, just hunker the fuck down, okay? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, we 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 are pressed for time today because Boo Hacker has some important meeting that happened. We're on not the Sunday pressed show. for time. It just, I mean, I'm just saying, let's not take forever. <laughs> Christ. Explain why we can't ever do Wednesdays and Thursdays. I said we could do Wednesdays and Thursdays. I have a day off. Those are my days off. But I said we could do it. So episode uh, 21 was called The Flu. Yeah, it Uh, sure was. And the synopsis that Joe has starts like this. 
It's time for the annual awards banquet for the Friends of Good Health, and the girls are getting ready for the big day. As Sophia pins Dorothy's dress, Rose walks in complaining of aches and pains. Dorothy worries Rose is sick and will make everyone sick. In the very next scene, they're all sick with the flu and will probably have to miss the big banquet. After a few days of being cooped up together, the girls start to bicker. Sophia, who didn't get the flu, informs the girls that the organizer of the event was very disappointed that the girls wouldn't be showing up, and Sophia says she thinks it's because one of the girls won the big award. This is enough to get the girls up and at them to make it to the big event. Rose and Dorothy's dates are duds while Blanche fails to get a date and pays one of the waiters to stand in for her date. Sophia Grove shows up with a younger man named Raul, who works at the nearby flower shop. When it's time to announce the winner of the big award, to everyone's surprise, it's Sophia. She gives a speech about the value of friendship, and the girls sneeze and make up. Lawson, let's start with you. What were your general thoughts on this episode? I liked it. Um, I think I said this at the last, at the end of the last one. It mm-hmm. It's one of those episodes that I certainly have stopped and watched a handful of times, mm-hmm. you know, it's played in the background. Not that I had it memorized, but like I knew as scenes started, I knew, you know, what they were and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a good episode. All right. Very good. What about you, uh, Mr. Buhecker? I've always liked this episode. I think this is, is a quintessential perfect episode yeah. of, of Golden Girls. Sure. I think it, it's, it covers everything. I actually think it's, it's, and it's a memorable episode. Um, because if you remember the minute you gave the title, I said, Oh, is that the one that this happens and mm-hmm. this happens? So it's very memorable. It's very funny. And I think it's quintessential. These girls, the, all of them at their best and at their funniest. And I think it's even funnier that they're playing these like really like altered. I mean, all their voices are altered. Like I, I really think like some really fine work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I actually enjoyed the episode more than I thought it was. I think because it was called the flu, I thought it was going to remind me of. An episode I did not like very much. I think you guys liked it more than I did called The Heart Attack. And I was like, Ugh. but then I actually really, really enjoyed this episode. It, it, uh, it, it also, it, correct me if I'm wrong. I know the Golden Girls is seen as very gay friendly and, and kind of a, a pioneering show with gay rights. Take out Coco from the pilot season. This is the first episode that really tackles gay and makes gay jokes right this season if you take the pilot out of consideration right like Wait, what were the gay jokes well she has one where she acts well, it's kind the of- three of them are hugging in the kitchen so yeah. the neighbors will talk yeah okay. and and i don't think the trans joke is the same thing i think especially yeah. in the 80s that what that wasn't a gay joke yeah that was that was just different you at the what? time you what was what? the trans joke when she said if it makes you feel better i used to be a man the doctor says that oh yeah, huh. and then I didn't, you, I didn't. Maybe I didn't pay attention very much. And you know what? I think I'm um, lost in watching episode of Designing Women. But you know, I think uh, maybe I'm throwing, I'm lumping in the vibrator joke as well. I don't think that's a gay joke. I think women use vibrators, so I don't see anything gay about that. Yeah, why would it's a, just a, it's a sexual joke? No, it's you're right. Sexual, I, I, once I, once I said what I'm saying is once I said I realized I was lumping in the vibrator joke. Oh, oh okay, got it. gotcha. Got it, got it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I like this episode very much. I, I actually very much enjoyed it. Did I laugh out loud at any point? No, but it was. Oh, it, I did. I did oh, on did. numerous things. Yeah, on numerous things. But I think Boo Hecker hit the nail on the head. I think it's a quintessential Golden Girls episode. Yeah. There's only one In story. Fact, if if I were to explain 
um, the Dorothy character in one joke, it would be the orange juice joke where she's mad at Rose and Rose asks if there's any orange juice left. And then she pours all of the orange juice into her glass and says, no, (laughs) it's just like a perfect Dorothy joke. That's so funny. You say that Lawson, because I would say they have a perfect Sophia joke. If I was going to give a quintessential Sophia joke, it's about the the, the temple. Yes. When yeah. Blanche said, "My bo- I treat my body like a temple," and then Sophia's walking out, and she said, "Yeah, open twenty four hours, and what is it? And anybody, everybody's welcome. Oh, open, open to everyone twenty four hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's well, a- I mean, yeah, I ahead. mean, like I said, what you have is you have four comedians mm-hmm. working at the top of their game mm-hmm. at the same time together, working as as this amazing troupe. Mm-hmm. And this episode, because I was trying to think." Is this, you know, you know, many times the episodes have been very like, this is a Dorothy episode. This is a Rose episode. Sure. This wasn't any of them. This was all four of them equally episode. Mm-hmm. You're right. I think, I, I don't believe anybody had any stronger than everything. It was all them working strongly together, which you don't get to see that often. Mm-hmm. Even Raul, the date of Sophia. It was nice to be, it's wonderful to be here. You know what's so funny? This is going to sound very weird, but I was thinking this during the episode. Uh-huh. Sort of the structure and what happens in the episode and just the sort of overall feel of the episode. What just happened? What do you mean what happened? I coughed. Oh. Just the overall feel of the episode feels like, now go with me here, the beats feel like what would you would call a quintessential I Love Lucy episode. They just expanded it. To where I could very much see an episode where Lucy and Ethel are for an, up for an award at a charity banquet and they both get sick, you know, and they're determined to get there and whatnot and maybe have the best dress or whatever. Lawson, you're shaking well, your head, nodding your head? Yeah, totally. I'm not even going to say it's an I Love Lucy episode. I'm going to say that this is a true sitcom format. Mm-hmm. It's a true traditional sitcom where I feel you would find something like this also on like mm, – Will and Grace, which is, I think, one of the last true traditional sitcoms. Or, you know, even The Nanny. It's all these, there's this weird hijinks and they're going to show each other off. I mean, it's, it's, I think it's just a true, well written comedy sitcom plot. Yeah, I agree. Now, let's actually talk about the themes of this episode. It's very funny that this is, you know, we're watching this in the time of COVID 19. And for uh-huh. those listening in the future, we're all under quarantine, uh, you know, as we try and, uh, outlast this terrible disease um what were you did, did that cross your mind at all when you guys were watching this episode boo hicker was this crossing your mind at all when you're watching the episode not really i mean no i mean i kept thinking how did the old lady not get the flu but that was about it she got the flu shot you know yeah, um we, we got a great we got a great sophia story now it wasn't a picture it story yeah but it was probably one of her best stories and at the end, was, Ma, you're making that up. I'm an old woman. I'm supposed to be colorful. <laughs> yeah, it was. Have we had a picture yet in the season? Yes, but they did it out of order. They said Sicily, picture it, instead oh, of picture okay. it, Sicily. So we haven't had the, the traditional picture. The correct, st- yeah. yeah, the correct statement. So, uh, uh, you know, what's funny was when you know, we called the flu, so I know what the episode is about. And so at, when the opening scene happens, they're all well. You know, they're all in good health. Rose comes in complaining of aches and pains. I'm fine. And then she sneezes. And what's so funny is I've been so trained now over the past three months that I'm like, oh, fuck. 
they're not wearing face masks and that's those water droplets those vapor those breath vapor droplets are getting everywhere dorothy you're ready to dead man walking you know uh did you think about it at all lawson i don't know i didn't for some reason and i think that i'm starting to maybe become numb to that even Mm -hmm. because for a while i was like watching how close people were standing next to each other and shows and stuff but Mm -hmm. i'm it might have something to do with how familiar I am with this episode, or it might be that I'm just becoming numb to that. I shook somebody's hand the other day. No. <gasps> Boo, no. And the minute I did it, I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, I instantly, I, I, you know, sanitized my hand, but like instantly. But the minute I did it, I was like, whoa, where did this just come from? Mm-hmm. I haven't touched another human in a hundred days on Thursday. I've actually been keeping a track of it. Not how many. And for but- you, that's healthy. For Joe, that's a typical three month period. <laughs> I actually have an app on here. I've been I've been that. keeping track how many days. No, what I mean is for you, that's not healthy. Excuse oh me. For God. Joe, that's what he's used to. It's ninety nine days that I've been in quarantine. Tomorrow will be day one hundred of quarantine. Wow. So we're kind of on the same sketch. March four. 4- was my first day. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. So you haven't interacted with the roommates at all? Or no, the like children? We, a little bit, but we don't touch each other. At all? They don't hand you something and say, here, Mr. Mike? No. Oh, I don't go anywhere near those kids. The kids. <sighs> would you ever... Okay, if you had a gun to your head and you had to let one of the roommates touch you, which would it be? Mario. Is it a shotgun or a pistol? Pistol. <laughs> so they might miss. Yeah, is it Mario or the other two? Uh, Wait, define touch. Are you talking about shaking a hand or are we talking about, you know? No, I'm talking HJ. Who's a HJ? Handy. A handy. Oh, oh, a handy. <laughs> I think... Um, the grandmother. I mean, flip, flip a coin. <laughs> flip a coin. You know what I mean? A disgusting... Three-sided coin. coin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know this isn't after dark, but has anything ever, ever occurred with any of them? One of them kind of hinted they wanted to think Never mind. Them. I think I got the answer. I'm looking at his face. So <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Wait a minute. But but it's the story I'm talking about, right, Lawson? Or has something more happened? Um. It. No, no, no. No. I mean, you, you've heard of all the stories but maybe you just i haven't i never got that i haven't i never got wait wait, hold on hold on hold on hold on have you hooked up with mario no 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 none of them oh okay okay i know then what you're talking about okay yeah i don't there's just one that kind of is a little pushy when he's drunk so the grandmother yeah yeah (laughs) give her a little bit of tequila and how push how pushy are we talking and did you push back no, it was like not. It's not interesting to me, so I didn't get ah. in. Like, when, if there was some sort of interest, I probably would have made a mistake. <laughs> now, Boo Hacker, got it. Boo Hacker, your boyfriend Kevin does he go out in the world? I know what he does for a living, but does he go out in the world, or are you guys both quarantined pretty securely? Stores. I mean, that's it. Yeah, but he doesn't have to go to an office or anything like that. Or no, no. Now, next question: When you reach for Kevin's dick, do you think? Give like a chef's kiss to God, like oh my God. no. How did no. you pray? Do you like send gratitude no. to heaven? No, like, no. Sorry. Many times I'm like, Ugh, uh, it's too warm. Leave me, leave me alone. <laughs> Get out. 
Oh, really? Does he bug you for sex more than you bug him for sex? I don't think anybody bugs anybody for anything. Do you guys have, like, equal libidos? That's a good question. Are your paces off a little bit? I probably, I mean, probably yes. But, I mean, there's no begging either way. I'm just... uh. Do you remember when when Boo Hecker took that picture? I don't remember what you think a picture of him. It's this time of year that is so warm that I just want to be in an air-conditioned environment. Industrial tub of lube on the side of his bed. (laughs) That is funny. Do you remember that, Boo Hecker? Yeah, it had to get replaced. You were sending a photo of just, like, your bedroom or something, right? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I don't see any shame or any issue with that. Not, there isn't. It there was isn't just any like, shame, but like, uh, it was but, large. Yeah. Where did you? I get mean, that? behind Mike Lawson has a has a coffee can that I'm sure he has fingers in or something. <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I'm sure there's pieces in there. Yeah. I keep mementos, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but but. Uh, Lawson, now, can can I talk about the news you were talking about, about possibly a, a new scenery? Can we talk yeah, about Yeah, I'm not going to talk about it much just because the reason I need to leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you find an apartment? Yeah. Um, and I think Equal August price? 1st. Wow. No, like almost Good. double, but. <laughs> what? Okay, yeah. for somebody like you who, never mind. My my opinion was not asked. Let's go on. I'm asking your opinion. What's your opinion, Boo Hecker? Your your request is is denied. Um, it's just gotten pretty bad in the last like month. But you don't socialize or leave your room anyway, so I don't understand why paying double for another room would be different. Just saying. Just a little more room to kind of like <laughs> stretch out of it, you know. It's I guess the point is like. Because you said that, like, shouldn't the place be very comfortable? Sure. How many people are at this place? 14, 15. More? On a good day. <laughs> Feels like it. No, no, the uh, the new place. Oh, that that place is just me and two others. No, at, you- Mrs. Ma- at Mrs. Magical's place. <laughs> now, how many? How? Okay, so you'll have your own room? Yeah. Mikey Mouse. Are these, are these other queers? No. Both straights. Oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. Are both men or both women? A man and a woman. Not a, a good idea. This is going to end in disaster. Hold on. Time stamp it, please. I have... What's today's date? It is June 23rd, 2020, in the year of our Lord, 7.50 Eastern Standard Time. Please mark that down, Joe, for when this your explodes. Audio, your audio just got really intense. For like when this explodes. Yeah, why, did, why did your microphone? He got so excited there. Yeah, just mark it down, please. Okay. <laughs> They're gonna be okay. like, who, "Who are these? Who are these queer gentlemen of, of determined heritage?" Well, no, it's just gonna be one of these. We're reading the news that like the families of these two guys, or these two, this man and this woman, they like they've been getting text messages from them, but then no one can get a hold of them, and mm-hmm. and then they come to visit. Mike's like, "Well, I don't know. They were just here. Can I remember around nine to five. When they hid Mr. Hart and Roz keeps looking for him, they're like, oh my god, yep. he's going to the elevator. Oh, Roz, you just missed Mr. Hart. But here's the thing. Straights aren't clever. So if you ever have more than one gentleman caller in a week that are different, they're like, oh, hey, nice to see you back again. <laughs> like, they're just not smart. Just saying. 
I know you're dating the psychiatrist now, which is probably healthy. Is he a psychiatrist <laughs> or psychologist? He's a therapist, so he's marriage and family. Uh, so he never he never put in the schooling. No. <laughs> he's late in his career. He's like in his like, I think first or second year. Like he and he's my age. So, oh, what was he doing before that? Mar- it's marketing for some startup. Oh really? Uh he's yeah, he just was kinda lost. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Moving <laughs> on to this episode. Uh you know, there's actually not much to this episode. I mean, I thought about the COVID stuff. You guys didn't. Uh yeah. but uh so let's 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 jump over to and I know because I know Boo Hacker's really pressed for time here. We're running close up to uh You're fine, continue. Eight PM here. Uh, something smells time. good. Go on. Is, is Kevin a cook? Uh, we both cook. Who's better, though? Depends on what we're talking about. What are his strengths? <laughs> um, trying to think what he makes that's really like he can do fish really well. I don't like cooking fish. Mm-hmm. Um, he does good like a, a poor man's pasta sauce where he just kind of throws together. He does really well on that. Mm-hmm. He does a good pork chop. Mm-hmm. Um, I bake more than him, and mm-hmm. I do sometimes more elaborate stuff or party things. Uh-huh. But we both cook. And what's he cooking tonight? I think he's just making French fries, but they smell good. Oh. What floor are you, in your palatial estate there in Buffalo, New York? What floor are you on? I'm in the dining room overlooking the back with the back deck, oh. and the kitchen's right off of it. Oh. Ground floor? Yeah, ground floor. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, as ground as it can be. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Which one of the? Because you know everyone should know. If you don't listen to this, to this uh, cocktails and cream, my house is not that big. The co- he has this giant Victorian mansion in Buffalo, and he has no. Like, it's a large Victorian, but it's not giant. And he has uh, he has a magnificent Amberson style house, and you have like four Christmas trees, don't you, Booker? You've already done this on an earlier episode. I mean, Joe, find some fucking material, please. Aren't you the one that mentioned the Chinese grandma like four times in one minute? <laughs> yes, but I, I, at, least I, at least I spaced I the jokes mean, out. I, but, I but the point I, but is, see, you have four Christmas trees. You can't trees, find right? the Chinese grandma on, an, on a previous episode. You can find the Christmas show on at least four different versions of a show. How many trees do you have at Christmas? Just answer the question. What did I have this year? One, two, three, four. I had four this year. Okay. I don't know how that sometimes was a joke. I just said it was... Cute. Sometimes there's five. Sometimes there's three. Are they each the themed differently? They're all completely... They're different sizes and different themes, yes. There's one that's a friend's tree, right? That's the one where they give you ornaments and you put it on that tree. I, like, I think it's a good yes. idea. I love idea. that idea. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. And I, like I think it. additionally you should mention your Boo Hacker's birthday is on New Year's Day. So he Eve. usually has... New Year's Eve. Year's Eve yes. yeah, New Year's. Yeah. So he has like a party... Birthday slash holiday. Yeah, but thing. but I I haven't done that in a long time, so I don't really, oh, really? get a party anymore. Yeah, no, I've been doing I've been going out on New Year's Eve. I go out for the James Bond party. I, I but I used to have people over at my house on Christmas Eve and stuff, and I used to do a lot more parties. Like the last couple of years, I've been like the last three years, I think I've been booked on some Christmas shows. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just it's too hard to fucking throw a party. Like I'll have people from the cast, but. I won't have one of my like eighty people blowouts like I used to have for six years. Eighty people blowouts, by the way, is what Mike Lawson pre coronavirus used to call Saturday night. Now, Boo Hecker, my question to you 
is isn't it true the past few years when you guys when cocktails and cream puffs would host the pride 48 new year's eve extravaganza you guys would go to some fancy dinner somewhere right we would go to dinner before excuse me before the the countdown yeah and where do you, do you still go to that dinner no, because the last two years I've been going to the 007 ball. Okay. So I haven't been broadcasting. So instead I go to this really fucking great thing. I mean, it's, it's so fabulous. It's, um, all, is it open bar? Yeah, it's all open bar and it's all champ and there's champagne. People walking on champagne. It's all done in a bond theme mm-hmm. and people are like in a bond theme from like, you know, somebody, most people are in tuxes. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine how many fucking firearms are in that building. Real firearms. There's Hi. people in in Doctor No outfits. There's uh-huh. people as Bond girls and looking fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I've seen people in like you know uh, a scuba gear. You know, like uh-huh. it, it ranges. And there's a live band, and every once in a while the live band's doing a different Bond theme. But it's like a very much like a Casino Royale is upstairs, where you when you walk in they give you chips and a card, and you can play casino. And the food is off the. It's all miniature plates, but it is off the hook. Or as you call them, regular plates. Uh-huh. Instead, of, instead of sitting down, though, it's, you know, like where it was, you know, not the sit-down dinner I used to do on my birthday. Mm-hmm. It's all mini plates, and it's mingling, but it's it's uh, it's actually where Mark got married. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it overlooks the lake, and it's really fucking gorgeous. It's, it's just, it's really nice. And the nice thing is, mm-hmm. it's expensive enough that it keeps out the riffraff. But it's like Wendy no, but and sugar. But wait, that. But wait a minute. That's an honest thing. Because think about New Year's Eve yeah. parties where it's an open bar and people can just be all over the place, falling over drunk. Mm-hmm. It's elegant enough, but they also have a cutoff number where like there's no more than I think 200 people or 250 there. Mm-hmm. So it's a small number, but it's also expensive enough that you're not going to get like a bunch of dumb teenagers there who are going to cause a problem. It's it's elegant. Does Wendy go? No. What I about, never invited her. What about your frenemy, Donna Sugars? No. Well, I, I brought see. my friend Dan, my friend Dan, and I was there with my friend Jess, who throws the party, my friend Carlisle. I mean, it's, it's, Carlisle hey, is, go? yeah, Kevin was with me. Oh, okay. Oh, he must have looked it, so hot in a tuxedo, Mawson. Don't you agree? Yeah. He looked fine. Um, we had a great time. We really had a great time. I've done it two years. I will do it again. And the one thing which is so stupid, the one food that I actually crave every year, because they have like duck and like roast beef and all, is they make this, it's like a smoked miniature heirloom carrots with a pistachio kind of creme puree. Mm-hmm. And it is fucking it's smoked and it's fucking delicious. And that out of everything they make, which is amazing, I I crave these carrots with okay. pistachio puree. Oh, it's so good. Now imagine if you lived in a factory that made smoked heirloom carrots with I'd never want to eat it. I'd never yeah, want to eat it. That's how you are with Kevin. You yeah, it's, it's like right, one, what you've got. Right. I laugh about that because it's one of those things that I, somebody's like, I can get you the recipe. And I said, no, because if I know how to make it, I'll never want to eat it again. <laughs> so no. It ruins it. You know, yeah. Lawson, I, I'm, I'm surprised Boo Hecker's talking about this because there was one time, and I don't know if Joey wants to talk about this or not. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't even answer. <laughs> My favorite stories always start this way. <laughs> <laughs> they're, yeah, but they're not true. It's like a, it's like a Trump rally. <laughs> he went to the party. It's like a Trump rally. I don't know what's go, going on. Someone said, 
Did the penguin ever appear in a... <laughs> what? He's insulting me, although he looks more like fucking Danny DeVito than I do. But look at that fucking pointy nose. Did the penguin what? Did the penguin ever appear in a Bond movie? Okay. <laughs> How is that funny to you, pointy nose fat fuck? I'm going to pull that clip. I'm going to introduce myself on all shows. Okay. <laughs> Let's give cheesecakes. I really oh, don't yeah. like him. <laughs> so cheesecakes for the episode. Who goes I'll first start. Okay. I will. And I'm actually going to go high. I'm giving it an eight. Oh, an eight. Uh, Very which interesting. Which is the highest score I've given. Yeah. Uh, there's one other episode that got that for me. But Tams, what about you? I would give it seven cheesecakes. Solid seven to me. This is the definition of a seven. Okay. Eight. Boo Hacker, eight. Oh, Boo Hacker gives it an eight. This might be the highest rated episode, right? Yeah, tied. So it's a 23, which mm-hmm. means it is one of our highest. So it's tied with such greats as the competition, the bowling episode, and a little romance with the oh, uh, yeah. short guy. Those are great episodes. I actually think it's better than the bowling episode. Yeah. I I like Maybe. that it's tied with those because I feel like I've given all of those high epi- high numbers yeah. to. Well, right, 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 right. All right, here we go. Oh. Yeah. Do the hustle? No. It's time for the Friends of Good Health Award for the best friend of the year. 2020. This is at least at least a, the 34th year or something for this award. I am very pleased to announce we have the nominees here, Mike Lawson, Joey Boohecker. The winner of this year's Best Friend of the Year Award, Mr. Taylor the Latte Boy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I can't believe it's fun. Hey, Taylor. Good to see you. Yeah, Taylor, do you want to give a, an acceptance speech? I do. I do. This is such a surprise. I want to thank the little people and Mike and Joe. <laughs> For giving me this award, <laughs> even though apparently, you know, I never put in the schooling myself to be a psychiatrist, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just glad I'm not to be nominated and to win this award. Yeah, I'll send you a bottle of champagne so you can celebrate. <laughs> well, you probably have so many from this uh, James Bond, fancy James Bond thing you go to. Huh. Congratulations on the award. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, Taylor, you're a good friend. You went to South Fork with your widow friend, the widow Rodan. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm just going to let that joke sit right real, there. Wait, real quick, real quick. Um, can we stop the offensive jokes for one second? <laughs> Probably um, not. <laughs> our, next episode, we'll be talking about season one, episode 22, which is called Job Hunting. Mm-hmm. And this is when Rose loses her job at the grief center. She begins searching for other sources of work. Meanwhile, Blanche tries to lose a few pounds, and Dorothy is excited that when a man she once had a crush on contacts her. All right. And really quickly, uh, before we bow out here, Taylor, uh, what were your thoughts on this episode? I'm sure you – because you're a big fan of the Golden Girls. Do you have thoughts on this episode, The Flu? This is one of my favorite episodes of the season, so I'm glad I got to listen live while you guys were talking about it. A lot of the things that you mentioned, particularly the orange juice thing, is – 
probably one of my all-time favorite mm-hmm. Golden Girls moments. For sure. Yeah. You didn't bring up any of the references, Joe, and there was actually oh, one yeah, or two of them right. that I, I remember one. hearing that I said, oh, this is going to be one of his references. Yeah, right. I was so excited by the award. The only one I have is for Michael DeBakey, a uh, famous doctor. Dorothy's talking about her mom used to make gingerbread for her and, and uh, sing songs to her, I think, when she was sick. That was Rose, yeah. Yeah, Rose. And then Dorothy says, oh, your mom must – she's talking about Michael DeBakey. He, a uh, very famous uh, surgeon, uh, invented a lot of things for the heart, but most notably the artificial heart. What were you talking about, Boomer? <laughs> Oh, I just, I thought there would be more. I thought there would be even the idea of a doctor making house calls, knowing how you like to over explain shit. I thought you'd bring that in <laughs> <laughs> and go, once upon a time, doctors used to come to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, this was absolutely wonderful as I knew it would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, Boo Hacker, well, you have, you have to run off to your meeting. Uh, if we're lucky, the coronavirus will take us all before our next meeting. But yeah. if not, we'll be back on Monday. We'll be back. Okay. We'll be back soon. All right, guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you, uh, uh, Taylor. And Red, we'll just go out. Thank you for listening to Shady oh, Pine. Thank you for being a friend, Mike. from Afterthought Media. You can Fuck find yourself. Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M-R-M-I-K-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. You can find Joey Boohacker on Facebook. Uh, Joey and last name B-U-C-H-E-K-E-R and you can find Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz it's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast